Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Recorded live. Amen, amen, and praise the Lord. Uh, we thank God for uh, allowing us to be awakened and, and able to live and move and have our being on this morning. Uh, thank you for uh, being patient, amen, uh, as we got on uh, the prayer line this morning. Uh, we are True Life Ministries under the leadership of our pastor, Elder Gregory Hughes. And we give glory to God, amen, for, 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 for salvation, for uh, provision, for we just give glory to God just for being the God he is, for creating everything that he has created, for being our Lord and being our Savior. God is just everything to us, amen, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and it covers everything that we need. We just need to uh, trust him. Amen, amen, and amen. Uh, if you are new to being on here with us, we definitely, we welcome everyone, but we thank you for, for being on here this morning. Amen. We pray that uh, the, the line is a blessing to you. Um, we are True Life Ministries, and you can find us at uh, uh, our website, you know, find out, you know, what we are who we are, but more important, you'll find out whose we are, amen, uh, at uh, truelifeministriesinc.org, amen, again, not truelifeministriesinc.org, as well as we are on Facebook, and um, we, 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 we give out uh, the inspiration, amen, daily, so we also pray that that, too, is a blessing in your life, and that's at True Life Ministries, Inc., You'll be able to find, excuse me. You'll be able to find us on Facebook at True Life Ministries. Amen. And with all of that said, good morning, Doctor Arrington. Good morning, Elder Angelia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to everyone who made the sacrifice to God and investment in themselves to be online this morning. With that, I'm going to go ahead and go. So, again, good morning. Welcome to Naomi's Word. As the assignment has been given, once again, we are delighted to be here to bring to you, our listeners, words of knowledge that will inspire, encourage, educate, motivate, and to help guide you in wisdom and in all truth. It is our goal through these messages given through the character of Naomi and through sincere and fervent prayer of our moderator, Elder Angelia Graffenreed, to give to you understanding not only about who you are, whose you are, what you possess, why you are here, but also of how to navigate in and through this life as a believing believer in Christ and as a child of the Most High God. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. To this program assignment, we say yes and amen. We will continue to press forward, trusting God all the way. Amen. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven reminds us once again, 
For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, and the plans that he has for you. What God has placed in our hearts and minds, we, as his children, are to use as stepping stones toward predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. It is this process that we must continue to walk by faith and as we faith our way through this journey called purpose and destiny for our lives. Never forget that life, it is a process toward our living. Once again, life, it is a process. And your participation is required in your own life. Just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you and for me. As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, always and daily put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer. The whole armor of God, it is found in Ephesians six ten through 18. Also, remember to ask the Holy Spirit to give to you his word according to what God has already said concerning your life. When you do speak his word and his promises, and not just your own, his life for you through your willing obedience will come to pass. As you study to show yourself approved, speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need it. No one understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for and with us always. He promised in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. With that said, let's begin. We're on a continued title that's called God Wants Your Focus Back on Him. Today's topic is Prayers That Availeth Much, Who Am I in Christ, Part 2. Matthew 2.37 says, And Jesus replied to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is like, is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, unselfishly seek the best or hire good for others. Amen. We in the body of Christ, those that call ourselves by Um, by his name, all must commit to making a serious effort to put things in their proper order and in their proper perspective as we pray to God for his divine direction for our lives. As a child of the Most High God, you must stand in faith, believing as you commit to and do what is in your heart, in your own mind's eye. If you consult with God through prayer, believing, God will advise and instruct you on how to put your, his business in order. You must ask God for his plans concerning your life in each of your endeavors. When God is at the helm, there will always be great opportunities to be successful. Understand that there is absolutely nothing that you, we, I can do well without desiring that God be in the midst of the equation. Once again, you must pray, and pray believing that he is, that he can, and if it is in his will for your life, 
know that he will do it. The song says, won't he do it? Yes, he will. And it says that he, and it says definitely, won't he do it? And you have to believe in your heart. We as believers are to walk by faith and not by sight. With all this said, we must also understand that in order to get to the place called Faith Street, you have got to keep your heart and mind clean so that they are able to hear and to receive the revelations of God concerning your life. As a reminder to each of us, you and me, to the believer and the non-believer, those that are yet en route, that God planted us here. He even made our frames out of the dust of this earth. He blew the breath of life into man through the Holy Spirit of God. As we have been planted, the word of God, which is in Christ Jesus, has watered us. But as the word says, it is God who gives the increase. We, too, must be the planters and waters for the sake of the kingdom. He knows what he planted from the beginning. Amen. Each day that we are here brings about new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in him. He desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you to give you clarity and understanding on how to live this Christian life. Only you can do and be you. You must desire in your heart to do and be in his perfect will for your life. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete, but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your own mirror. Know and understand that your life can only come together within the plans and parameters that God already has established for you and when you are able to hear him. I would like to share with you the following. I would like to share the following with you uh, in regarding our message, Prayers That Availeth Much, Who Am I in Christ? Let's bring some understanding to that question. Have you ever felt that in all the prayers and praying you have done and spoken, individually or corporate, that you don't feel or sense that God is hearing your prayers? Have you ever wondered whether your prayers are availing much? The real question you should be asking yourself is and should be, can God really hear me? Is he listening to my petitions? Am I really in a true relationship with Christ? whereas my communications with him is truly connected and locked in. After all, I said and did Romans 10, 9 and 10, okay? Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, Because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For, the, for with the heart a person believes, in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification, that is, being made righteous, being freed of the guilt and sin, and made acceptable to God. And with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. It is in and through your human heart that communication is made with the Godhead. And in your human heart, it must be a point where There is the true believing. What is the human spirit? Our spirit is the deepest part of our being and was created by God to contact and receive him. Genesis 2-7 says in the Holy Bible, explains the meaning of the spirit in this verse. Man's spirit is his inward organ for him to contact God, receive God, 
contain God and assimilate God into his entire being as his life and his everything. Understand that the words that you and I confess gave you the right to salvation in Christ Jesus. Therefore, you are saved. So, what is the problem here? The problem is that you did confess, but until you process him in your heart, believing by faith, yet you still must make your way into his presence. This is where the Holy Spirit comes in to help you in your, in your quest and journey to the true presence of Christ in your life. This is why it's important to ask to be filled full with him. This is called relationship. Salvation is free, but you have to work to you have work to do and time to spend in this relationship with him. Understand that even in your human relationships, you must spend time and invest in that relationship in order for it to grow and to mature. It is just like a seed planted. Scripture commands that the believer pray as well as in the correct season to fast and to pray. Matthew 6, 7 through 12 says, And when you pray, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. So do not be like them, praying as they do, for your Father knows what you have, what you need before you ask him. Pray then in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors, letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It has been said that a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. There is little you can do in the kingdom walk without praying and prayers. These prayers are your prayers to God in the name of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 5, 8, 9 says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries and all your concerns once and for all on him, for he cares about you with the deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Be sober, well-balanced and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, lion fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experience of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. Prayer is a communication with God. Why do we need prayer? It is God's way of helping us to trust him and rid ourselves of anxieties. It is through prayer that we find true peace. God's kind of peace that transcends all understanding. We need to pray in order to avoid falling into temptation, and the Lord, and the Lord Jesus Christ commanded it. Matthew twenty six forty one says, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, willing, but the body is weak. 
Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request known to God. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, and that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. When you pray, do not hesitate to go into your closet, your secret place in you, and pray. Whether you're in a, in a room full of people or whether you're by yourself, you have a secret closet within yourself that you can go to, that you can pray and communicate with God. It is with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Do you ever feel that your prayers are not heard or that they are going answered? If you desire to have your prayers heard and answered, you must start your journey in understanding the power of availing prayer. Availing prayers are the kind of prayers that go directly to the ear of God and into the throne room. You may be asking, how do I get to the throne room of God so he can hear my prayers? There are several ways that you can commit yourself to this. Uh, there are more, but I'll just give a few. Praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is only available to those who are born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is a language or tongue that God understands because your spirit speaks directly to his spirit. God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Praying in the Spirit is a direct line to God that the devil cannot intercept or defeat. Stay focused. Prayer in agreement. Praying in agreement with another person or people concerning a matter, I believe, is one of the most underused prayer strategies. Praying in agreement and according to God's will and with another person or people in faith is a guaranteed way that God says yes to your prayers. He says something like, where two or more are gathered in my name, he would be in the midst. Okay, prayer of faith. The prayer of faith pleases God and heals the sick. We are to have God's faith when we come to him in prayer without doubt and unbelief. Those are sins. Praying in faith requires that we trust God's word over what we see. Okay, then there's intercessory prayer. Intercessory prayer is when you intervene by praying for someone who is experiencing trouble, difficulty, and they can't plead their case to God. Praying for others who are disconnected from God allows God to manifest his power and show that he cares. And if all of us can be an intercessor for someone else, that would be just awesome. Okay, then there's prayer and fasting. Praying in combination with fasting is one of the most powerful prayer tools that a believer can use to destroy demonic strongholds. It brings the flesh under subjection to the spirit and allows the Spirit of God to have dominion and power. Then there's prophetic prayer. Prophetic prayer is when you yield and submit to the leading of the Holy Spirit in prayer and speaks as the Spirit of God speaks. Your mind, will, intellect, and flesh are forbidden to operate. It's all about God and what he wants to speak. I was reminded during my study 
uh, of the Sunday school lesson of last week, and it was talking about Daniel. Um, and this scripture is found in Daniel 10, 9 and 10. And it says, Then he said to me, Do not be afraid, Daniel, for from the first day, and he gave some points in here, that you set your heart on understanding this. Then he said, And on humbling yourself before God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to your words. See, we have to understand everything is a process, and everything has what it takes in order to make it work. And he's saying here to Daniel, even as far back as the Old Testament, one, don't be afraid of him, God is saying. For he said, for from the first day that you set your heart on understanding, this is a heart thing. It has to do with relationship and believing. It said, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and set your heart on understanding this and humbling yourself before God, your words were heard. And the angel said, I have come in response to your words. So if you want to know how to get a prayer heard, make sure that your heart is in that kind of condition when you are praying from your heart. Now back to the original question of who am I in Christ? 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10 says, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And another one says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. There are, new, two, there are two Greek words which are translated new in the Bible. The word translated new in this verse is a word keonis, which means something just made, which is unlike anything else that exists in Christ. We are made an entirely new creation, just as God created the heavens and the earth originally. He made them out of nothing, and so he does with us. He does not merely clean up our old selves. He makes an entire new self. When we are in Christ, we are partakers of the divine nature. God himself, in the person of the, his Holy Spirit, takes a residency in our hearts, and that's our human hearts, that are for the Spirit of God. We are in Christ, and he is in us. In Christ, we are regenerated, renewed, and born again, and this new creation is spiritually minded, whereas the old nature is carnally minded. The new nature fellowships with God, relationship. He obeys his will and is devoted to his service. These are actions the old nature is incapable of doing or even desiring to do. The old nature is dead to things of the spirit and cannot revive itself. It is dead in trespasses and sins and can only be made alive by the supernatural awakening which happens when we come to Christ and are indwelt with Him by him. Christ gives us a completely new and holy nature and the incorruptible life. Our old life previously dead to God because of sin is buried, and we are raised to walk in the newness of life with him. That's why Romans 10, 9, and 10 actively and effectively um, brought forward works for us. As we continue to come to new and greater insights about our relationship with Christ, 
through the power of the Holy Spirit. As a reminder, begin now. Write what you think God is saying to you today. Keep your own personal journals close to you at all times. Remember, the Word of God says, write the vision down and make it plain. Though it tarry, wait on it. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, give to you, manifest a new thing in your life. It's not new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, a desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality, and he is waiting on you to change your change. Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? Then you must reimagine your possibilities. Each believer possesses his own package, set of gifts and talents to offer to this world. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal yours to you. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life after we have confessed our sins is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit. Then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as a representative of Christ, of Christ Jesus, and as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. Again, confess with your mouth, but for sure believe in your heart. When you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you are also choosing to grow forward and to keep on pressing. In other words, to keep it moving and moving forward, pressing towards a mark of his high calling. You must understand that making no decision is still making a decision, and you are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. You must choose to grow. I personally have chosen to change, therefore I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I must become the me that God called forward. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your day, remember that this is your time. Manage it well. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has made in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. When you show up on his behalf, he will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to encourage and be be an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. Also, never cease to give and apply value to yourself. God has. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today and forever and forever. Thank you for joining us today here on Naomi's Word. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus has provided, loves, and cares for you unconditionally. 
He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifice that he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know that for yourself and that he is. As a reminder, just as much as God has is keeping and protecting you, just look around you. Listen and see that there are others who are hurting or are in need. Pray and ask God to help you show, and show you what you can do to help. Store up these treasures of your giving in him. Never question the results of your love of God because he's never questioned his love for you. Be the favor that God is sending to bless his people by paying it forward. You will be rewarded by him for your gifts and actions of love. Amen. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Won't he do it? Know that you are loved and that you are truly amazing. Jesus loves you. He called you a friend, and so do I. Make every day great. After all, you can have whatsoever you say. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everyone, and a fantastic day and a fantastic week. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Dr. Anderson, uh, could you could you pray this morning? Yes, 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 yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Especially when it was all about prayer. Uh, the message today was about prayer. And we know that the fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. And that's a faithful, heartfelt prayer that each of us have the ability to do. One may talk more than the other. One may have more words to say than the other. But the whole thing is God knows who we are and he is listening. He is listening to hear you speak as a result of your relationship with Christ Jesus. So it is so important that you attach yourself to the Christ that is in you. The word says he is your hope of glory. With that said, Father God, we thank you right now for the opportunity to pray for the privilege to pray. And, Father God, we don't always pray wanting anything. We just want to talk to you, Father God. We know that you are there for us 24 hours a day and seven days a week. And we need to understand the more we talk to you, the more our hearts start combining and joining so that, Father God, you can hear our prayers. We thank you for putting us in a position to be heard, Father God. Many of us are frustrated because the world does not hear, know, or understand us, and it really isn't that important. The, 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 what is important is that in our relationship with you, you will define us and show us just how great we are and how beneficial we can be to the kingdom just by trusting in the relationship that we can have with you. So we come before you, Father God. Whether we're on our hands and knees, Father God, sitting in the car, Lord, keep our eyes open. Whether we're in, in, in a room or whatever we're doing, Father God, we can take a moment out in sincere prayer and talk with you. And we're so grateful. So we ask for all of those who desire the ability to pray more often, the desire 
to pray more often, to give them, Father God, the heart to just do it wherever they are, Father God. I've been in meetings, Father God, where I've been praying, Father God, in the middle of the meeting, and no one would know, but you did because you were the first thing on my mind. Lord, we need your direction. We need your guidance. We already have your love. We already have your commitment. But, Lord, we cannot orchestrate this life without your presence. We thank you for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We thank you for the Holy Spirit of promise that leads, directs, and guides us into all truth. But, Father God, let us pick up in our spirits the necessity and the power of prayer, prayer that avails in the name of Jesus. Let us teach our children and let the people that we know see us praying, trusting prayer. When we pray openly, let them hear and learn how to pray, Father God. The only structure is the one you gave us in the model prayer. Otherwise, that all we have to do is talk to you, just like we talk to a friend. But let us start. Let us start building a relationship. Let us start looking unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you, Father God, for the ability to have the fervent prayer of the righteous that avails much. We already know how much you love us. We already know that you've committed yourself to our entire life, for you are the Alpha and the Omega of our life, Father God. So we can't do this without you. We can have where two or more are gathered in your name, Father God, that you would be in the midst. But, Father God, a lot of the giggles come when it's just you and me or you and them. Let us understand it's such a powerful presence when we can invoke you into our everyday and what we are doing. It doesn't require anything but to have the faith to believe that you are and that you can the faith to understand that you know even before we speak, even before we do, what we're going to do. You just want to see what our choices are. And as we choose, Father God, and choose you, help us, Father God, to learn to trust in you, rely on you, and adhere to your precious promises even more and more, Father God. Let us teach our children. Let us teach those that are in our presence. We must walk by faith and not by sight. I can't walk for my brothers and sisters this walk that you have given me, but I pray that their spiritual energy and desire is to learn how to walk by faith and not by sight in their relationship with you. I pray the best for my brothers and sisters. I pray their best interests, Father God. And I am so blessed for those that pray for me. Every night, I thank you for each and every one and ask that you bless them beyond compare for their selflessness in prayer. Prayer is important. Allow us as believers, believing believers, to understand it is important that we follow the precepts that you gave to us. And it's important that we pray. It's important that we build a relationship with you. The Holy Spirit is just waiting. So, Father God, I just pray that for each and every one that is listening, Father God, that even if they know how to pray, that they seek your face into a deeper praying relationship with you each and every day. 
We don't have to wait till bedtime and just do it in the morning. We can do it 24 hours a day if that's what we like. Sometimes that peace that surpasses understanding in the midst of the storm is because we took a prayer break just to hear from you and sense your presence in our life. The Bible speaks about you have not because you ask not or you ask amiss. And if we ask for your presence, Father God, you surely will bring it to us. So I just pray that you open the hearts and minds of these people that are on this line, that they can understand the necessity of prayer and prayer that availeth and understand who we are to you. Because it's important. So as we go forward in this day, bless them in everything that they're doing whether they're at home taking care of family and loved ones, whether they're on their job, whether they're en route. doesn't even matter if they're the president of the United States, Father God. Prayer is so important to the right God. We've heard fake news. <laughs> You're not a fake God, therefore we can't be fake. And anyone that knows you and loves you cannot have a fake relationship. So help us have a true relationship with you. Let us have a true relationship with you in all that we say and do. We love you. We we give you praise. We just ask for a greater heart of thanksgiving, a greater ability to praise you and trust you. And we just give you the glory, Father God. This is day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Let the people see a Jesus smile, Father God, just because we know who you are in us. We love you and praise you. We give you the glory. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, we, we thank God this morning. We give him glory. We give God honor. We give him praise for power. God, we thank you just as the woman of God has prayed. We thank you, oh God, just for being the God that you are, oh God, for loving us just the way that you do, oh God, for forgiving us just the way that you do, oh God, for everything that you provide for us just the way that you do, oh God. We thank you for your will, oh God. Not your just your permissive will, God, but we thank you for your perfect will, that it be done in our life, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for a trust, oh God, not just something that we stamp on money, oh God, but we thank you that we believe that we can trust in you. We thank you, oh God, that we know that we can trust in you, oh God. It is in you that we entrust everything. And for those who don't know how to entrust everything to you, God, we thank you that you reveal yourself to them, that they understand that there is nothing, nobody, nowhere that they can trust in life more than they can trust you, God, because you are faithful, Hallelujah. You are faithful to perform your word. You are faithful, God, to keep your promises. You are faithful in everything that you do. You're faithful, God, in loving us, oh God. It is an unconditional love, God. It's an unconditional 
love God. You don't love like we love. It is an unconditional love. Whether we are right, whether we are wrong, God, you love us anyway because you created us, God, just like we love our own children, oh, God. Even greater than that, you love us. Hallelujah, God. So whatever place, God, a person may be in, we thank you that they can feel your love. When they can't feel the love of anybody else, when they feel like they're alone, lost, forsaken, God, we thank you that you would let them know, God, that you still love them, oh God, that you pour out your love upon them, oh God. You never leave them nor forsake them, oh God. Today is the first day, oh God, of February. This, oh God, is a month that we celebrate love. So, God, we thank you that we feel your love even more. We thank you that instead of commercializing L-O-V-E, God, that we go deeper, that we come to a realization, oh God, in you of what you've really done. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God, that's true love. God, that's divine love. So, God, we thank you now that we concentrate on that which we need to concentrate on, God. It is not just the love of man. We thank you for that, God. We thank you that you give us a love for one another, God. You give us that phileo love. God, that we have that brotherly love, oh God, and we can love on the sisters in God. We can love on the brothers, God. We thank you even for relationships, God, in marriage, oh God, that you gave whatever else you gave, oh God. So, God, we thank you for that, oh God, but it has nothing to do with the love that, God, you gave. It has nothing. It cannot compare, oh God, to the love of which you gave, God. So we want to thank you for that love, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We want to thank you for that love, God. Oh God, it is even not just a family's love, God. But God, nothing is greater. Nobody is greater than you. So, God, we thank you that we recall, if we're going to recall any love, God, we thank you that we recall the love of you. We thank you that we focus more on that than we do anything else. Everything is secondary. Hallelujah, Jesus, or maybe even not at all. God, we thank you in the name of Jesus for that unconditional, unconditional. God, and if we're going to think on the love for one another in whatever way, God, we thank you that you teach us how to let it be unconditional. We thank you, God, that you condition our hearts so that we're able to love unconditionally, God, that we are able to forgive a little easier, God, in the name of Jesus, that we're able to embrace a little easier, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for divine strategy, God, in the name of Jesus, on how to tear down walls, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you that even when we speak to walls of relationship, that those walls come tumbling down, God, in the name of Jesus, that we don't have to beat against them, God. We don't have to use a battering ram of some sort, God, in the name of Jesus. But, God, just because we say, hallelujah, that you are God and you have the ability to go there, take care of whatever it is that created the wall, God. Hallelujah. Just as they marched around the wall of Jericho, and when they marched around it, oh, God, it came tumbling down. God, we thank you now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. That every wall that's been built, 
whether it be brick, hallelujah, or be of steel. God, hallelujah, because it's all about the mind. And if you condition your mind to believe you built a brick wall around you, it is built. And if you condition your mind to believe that there is a steel wall around you, it is built. So, God, we thank you now, God, hallelujah, for every brick wall built. Hallelujah, that every big brick wall built in that, every steel wall built, oh, God, as a protection mechanism. God, we thank you now that you, oh, God, Hallelujah, are the strong power whom the righteous can run into and be saved, and there is no need for wall. Thank you, God, for divine revelation. There is no need for wall. Hallelujah, because if you build it, hallelujah, it may very well be so that the love of man can't reach you, but God may not be able to get through there either. Hallelujah, God is all you, the protection that you need. He is a shield and he is a defense. He is the strong tower that we can run into and be saved. Hallelujah. He protects you from the waves of the adversary. He protects you from, hallelujah, darts and arrows. and He protects you from whatever it is that tries to overtake you. Hallelujah. God is all you need. Hallelujah. God is all you need. The wall is not needed. So we thank you that the walls come tumbling down, God. Hallelujah, even that the steel is melted away, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for anyone, oh God, who has lost a loved one and significant other, oh God, in this season. God, I thank you that you would encourage their heart, God. Encourage their mind to know, that, oh God, you love them. And God, even that you have sent others into their lives to love on them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. That they love all the hurt away, oh God. Hallelujah, that this season of love, oh God, be not a sad one. But God, it be a time that they can recall, oh God, the memories of the loved one that they had and all the, the days of, of Valentine's Day that they did have with the one that they loved, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let it be a good season for them, God. Let people bless them in their lives, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. God, I thank you that you've already gotten involved with whatever infirmity that your people have, oh God. But if there's anyone else, oh God, in any place, oh God, in the name of Jesus, of infirmity, whatever it may be, oh God, from the top of their head to the sole of their feet, God, we know you to be a healer. Hallelujah. We know, oh God, that even when the adversary tries to come, oh God, with whispers of sickness, whispers of infirmities, oh God, diagnosis, prognosis of infirmities, God, we know that you have a heart, you have a way of God of getting involved in that thing, and what they said would be so would not be. Hallelujah, God. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. You are faithful, oh God. You are loving. You are faithful, oh God. You are the healer. So, God, we thank you for healing in whomever's body, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, that you get the glory. Oh, God, we lift up your name, God, for being the divine healer because, God, we dare not. Hallelujah, we dare not steal any glory from you. We dare not. Hallelujah, God, we are just vessels in the earth. Oh, God, we dare not. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. It's not by anything we've done, but by your grace, oh God, that things are done in the earth. In it. Hallelujah. That healing takes place, oh God. That there is even protection. It is by your grace. It is by your power, God. Hallelujah. And we thank you for the things that you have done. Healing, oh God. We thank you for the things that you have done. That protection where it wasn't even there. God, we thank you. Hallelujah for the things that you have done. We dare not steal your glory. It all goes to you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, that you even give us a mind to corporately come together, wherever we may be, to even lift up a prayer on behalf of somebody else, oh God. Hallelujah for the betterment of somebody else, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you for whomever may be praying for us. God, we thank you for those that pray for us, oh God, those whom we have asked, and even those, oh God, whom you have spoken to and told to pray for us, and we have no knowledge of it. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. For it is, for it is through prayer, oh God. Hallelujah. That is lifted up. That is communicated, oh God. And God just sent something down. You sent something back. And God, we thank you for that faithfulness, that love, oh God, unconditional. So now I pray for all leaders of God in the name of Jesus. God, in this season, the leaders have to stand. Hallelujah, pastors and and, 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 and bishops and apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors, teachers, oh God, in the name of Jesus. They all have to stand, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Not only ours, but every, hallelujah, not only ours. But ever, so I pray for every leader now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Protect them from the adversary, God, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen that hedge around them, oh God. Hallelujah, God. Protect them from whatever may come, oh God, from the outside, whatever dart or arrow that comes from the outside. And while they're on the inside, God, protect us all from ourselves, oh God. Hallelujah, protect us from ourselves, oh God. Hallelujah, God. Whatever that may be, protect us from ourselves. Hallelujah, we trust that you're protecting us from everything on the outside. But God, we thank you that you get involved on the inside. Hallelujah, not even even just inside that hedge, but inside us. Hallelujah, God, and you protect us. From ourselves, oh God, because sometimes the outside is not, hallelujah, the thing that we need to worry most about, but it is the thoughts that we think, it is the things that we feel, it is, hallelujah, God. Things, oh God, that only you know. Hallelujah, sometimes manifestations and actions, oh God. Hallelujah, whatever it is. We thank you, oh God, that you not only protect us on the outside, that you get inside that hedge so you can get inside of us, oh God, and protect us all from ourselves. Hallelujah. God, you understand. God, you know. Hallelujah. All leaders. All leaders. Whatever gift you've given us, however much power that you bestow on us, God, it all comes from you. Protect us from ourselves, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let our mind be stayed on you, that we never forget. 
And power comes from you. Hallelujah. We can't even live, move, and have our being. We would drop simply as a vessel, O oh God, that is created. And from dirt which we come, we would go back. Hallelujah. If it were not for your grace, if it were not for your power, if it were not for your mercy, God, dirt we would return to. Hallelujah, God. So we thank you now in the name of Jesus for all of that. And we pray, oh God, not only for our leaders, but for all leaders, that we recall who you are and most definitely who we are and just how much we need you and just how much you do, oh God. Hallelujah. And we recall in every way you alone are God. Hallelujah, and beside you there is none other. Hallelujah, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Go forth. This day is already dominated. Hallelujah. But we thank God that you would encourage someone else to do the same. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. Amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.